Hello, pops and thoughts. Does this finally work this week? Yeah, like, we got we, we got to get the, we got to get this shit together. Yeah, off of just having that, just having a, a great set of podcasts. We had a great string of podcasts. Yeah, I mean, the, then, last week podcast was still kind of good. Yeah, it was like what fifteen minutes long. Fifteen minutes. It was That's like fifteen, sixteen size. minutes long. It's like ha- it's like a quarter of what we usually do. So yeah, this is episode thirty-five. If you listen to episode thirty-four, salute to you. Word. It's been spending fifteen minutes out of your day listening to that. Recorded by iPhone. Recorded by an iPhone. Not really like. <laughs> not it really was mad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of filters or anything, not a lot of any... Fucking cars in the background. But yeah, I mean... Crackheads screaming. We're back. We're Hopefully this will be a full-length podcast featuring everything. Um, last week we had Tuck on. I guess we're going to have to get him back for a long-form podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess for Survivor Series. Yeah, or something along those lines. But yeah, we're officially back. Um, the, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. The, well, the, guest of the week... Bum, 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 bum. The illustrious His Majesty Kush Jones. <laughs> What's good, y'all? <laughs> What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? Uh, yeah, it's a, Kush Jones on the podcast. Oh, now you got my mic doing crazy shit. <laughs> that shit gonna hit you in the chest. This shit was. Uh, uh, nah, your mic has problems. This I, mic handle. I think is your mic crazy, likes you, crazy, bro. Like I don't know. <laughs> this shit dead ass has a crush on you. Like I don't know. This it's cuffing season. A, a little bit. <laughs> Watch out. I don't, I don't fucking swing that way, nigga. <laughs> Like with this mic, mics shit. are men. I don't know. It's like robot penises, right? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like this is exactly what microphones oh are, right? Yo. So, Kush, tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, Footwork grand wizard. Nah, not even. <laughs> I don't know. My name is Aaron. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people think like my actual name is Kush, but it's not. Um, my mama named me Aaron, so there's that. Um, I do footwork, club music, and I don't know. Like I hate talking about myself, so that's that's like that thing. But um, yeah, I do music. I like to play music. If you have tight music, send it to me. I'll be honest. In this world, you're gonna have to probably eventually talk a lot about yourself. Oh no, nah, I know at some point. <laughs> yeah, mean, they're gonna be like interviews about you and like what you do. And or shit. you could do the cool thing and just be like some sort of like weird enigma where you don't do interviews and then like you randomly like give an interview to like Fader or something, <laughs> like fucking party next door. Yo. Or just be like one of those niggas. He's like, oh my god, he's so mysterious. I have to listen to his music. That shit works. So, Kush, how long you been DJing? How long you been producing? Um, I've been producing since high school, so that was two thousand two thousand eight. I started and dang, um, two thousand eight. I started doing music, like just making. Beats Wait, what and, grade were you in two thousand eight? Um, I graduated in two thousand ten, so I would have had to have been in tenth, tenth or eleventh, about. I graduated two thousand seven. Oh shit! Word. Yeah, she was lit. All right. No, <laughs> shit was late. <laughs> shit yeah, was but late. um, I like started doing producing. I started out with reasons, and amongst the producer world, like everyone's an Ableton cat now. So like, um, I wish I started on Ableton, but started out with reasons. And if you look at it, like not a lot of people fuck with reasons. Mm-hmm. If you do, you're a champion, and I have the utmost respect for you. But um, started out doing that, and then like I had music, and I wanted to learn how to play it out. So I just started. Went and spent like two hundred on the mix track pro, and I was just fucking around in my room, and like mixing tracks and stuff. Every all the software I got was illegal. Um, I hope Shout this don't that. go. Yeah, I hope this don't go nowhere. But no way, no way. <laughs> I don't want to get no notice at my door. I actually got a notice for illegally downloading. Um, it was R. Kelly's Black Panties you album. You got one? Yeah, you like, from where? From your like inter- 
So Internet like service provider? Yeah, like um, Optimum, they sent me a letter. Get out of here. And no they were way. just like, because I left the torrent running for mad long. That's why. And they were like, yo, um, we got you at a million like megabytes of data for um, R. Kelly's Black Panties album. And it was the most awkward shit ever because my mom got the letter. She was like, what the what the fuck is Black Panties? Like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is it? Mom, it's Kells. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Kells, nigga. Nah, when I said it was R. Kelly, she was like, nah, let me get a copy. And <laughs> shit was straight, so... Yo, that's never happened. I mean, it's never happened to me because I just stopped... CD of R. Kelly and it made things better? Yeah, bro. She was like, as long as I get a copy, we straight. And she's like, you're not going to jail, right? I was like, nah, I deleted it. Nah. Low-key, I still have it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy. Like, I've never gotten it. I mean... No, I did. No. I, got, I got it in the mail. From I got what? it in the mail and I was like... I think it was like a movie I illegally downloaded. Via torrent? <clears throat> I think it's because I only like download like, like wrestling shit from Torrent, so they don't give a fuck. My yeah, my torrent the torrent was open for like two days, and I forgot to close it. So <laughs> I get a notice like a week later. Yo, you fucking up. You trying to watch that Mighty Morphin Power in your movie, and it's not happening, my nigga. You gotta stop doing this before we cut off your fucking service. Bandai came to your front door and shit. Word, nigga, a Megazord came, a putty came to my door with a letter and a fucking tie on, nigga. Yo. That shit is crazy. That's crazy. That's never happened to me. Like, it's... I've, I mean, I'm, I'm afraid... I probably... I don't torrent as much as I, like, OD used to. Like, the shit was just way easier. But now, I mean, I've never got to notice. You the most dangerous one for torrents and wrestling shit. Because you fuck around and one of these niggas bust through your door. <laughs> like a John Cena bust through your door to hand you a notice. Yeah. It's He's not site. handing you a notice. He's handing uh, you an attitude. I've, I've gotten like, I've gotten, actually, let me say, I've probably gotten worse. Because like, when I used to have like a blog, I used to post up music and then like get mad notices from like lawyers and like the digital music, the RIAA and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, and like random fakes who'd say like, we're suing you for $100,000 for these things. I've gotten mad and like, fucking law companies like they took screenshots of my page like you have the I had pictures of Tupac up and Tupac got shot apparently those pictures are copyrighted and should never fucking be posted on any website you gotta go through Getty images all the time huh (laughs) should never cause like of him um, putting up the middle finger as he's like getting wheeled in the ambulance and shit Hmm. apparently like that photo was copyrighted so like shit is so stupid I got so many fuck. I was like I was fucking scared for my life (laughs) For like that one week. Damn. Yeah, but you know. So, like, Kush, what would you like recommend to anyone trying to get up on the SoundCloud? Like, alright. Um. So, like, there's a lot of hate going towards SoundCloud because a lot of profiles are getting pulled. Absolutely. And my biggest thing is, you telling? I sample stuff all the time and I don't get pulled. And people are like, "How do you do that?" And if you look at what I sample. Nobody's looking up the Jones girls, for example. That's like 1970. <laughs> like, I sample a lot of soulful shit, a lot of stuff that isn't getting clocked. If you sample Fetty Wap, you're probably going to get cooked. Um, like, if you sample something popular or like, I mean, it's cool to have those tracks on deck, but if you if that's all you're doing, SoundCloud's going to take notice to that. And they have algorithms and all that. So once you put it online, smart. yeah, they'll catch you. So, but you- I mean, like that's so. A, when did you first get up there on SoundCloud? Because I know, like, like in the footwork scene, a lot of people notice you. Like, it's crazy. I mean, as far as SoundCloud, I started out with club music, and I had about three or four different SoundClouds, and that was just because I had like twenty different emails, and 
Um, I did beats for the people at one point, scrapped that page. I started doing, like, techno at one point, scrapped that page. Um, I made sure I kept all the music, but I feel like if you have a SoundCloud and that's your persona and that's the sound you're pushing, you need to have it dedicated to that. So I went through about maybe three or four, like, profiles, um, and this Kush Jones one would be my fifth. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that. That's crazy. Can you talk about, like, juke music just a bit do you think like juke music is gonna become like mainstream popular i feel like it's getting popular amongst the underground even more because it's like i feel like people use the club sound for so long now like for like the last two years yeah people like yeah i'm gonna use the club sound i'm gonna use those samples i'm gonna i'm gonna make something club-esque and now it's people making shit this juke-esque do you feel like yeah do you feel like like Ariana Grande is just gonna make some like juke record like it's gonna be on an album featuring like the weekend and shit she gonna, she gonna, it's gonna be a battle track. She's gonna be shitting on Big Sean. Hell yeah. Something like that. Do you feel like it's track. gonna it could get to that level? I mean, you have to look at it as far as demographics. Like if you go to Chicago, um, Chicago is like the birthplace of it. Mm-hmm. And the just the grass that they have on the sound, there's new artists coming out of Chicago all the time. Anytime I listen to like juke and footwork, that's where I always go back to. But from there, um if you look out like there's a lot of dudes in Russia making juke. Um, there's actually a, a woman I follow, Anna Fruit. She's pretty dope um, out of Russia. She makes footwork juke. Um, you have homies out in Poland. They do it. L.A. Shout out to Poland. Yeah, like... Where are the tech boys from? What do you mean? For, the, the tech DJs? Tech DJs, Chicago. Like, uh-huh. um, So basically, Chicago, that's where all the crews come from. So everyone like knows of tech life. And that's, like, the main one that people look out to. But you have tech DJs, you have ghetto DJs, um, beatdown house. And there's just, like, different um, different factions, different groups in it. It's the same thing with club music, essentially. Yeah, for the most part. And, I mean, basically, it's, um, going back to, like, the sound and, like, how it would spread and influence. I mean, a beat is a beat, so... Um, when I play a footwork set or a juke set, a lot of people are like, yo, you're just going to play straight footwork and juke. And I'm like, if you look at a lot of hip-hop, um, I like Rich the Kid because he raps on a lot of, like, um, 80 to 160 beats. Mm-hmm. And that blends in perfectly. So if I don't want to play footwork and juke the whole night, I could blend in rap. Um, Future Strictly Rich the Kid? Oh, I am about to say. <laughs> yeah, things that are, like, 80. Yeah, like, BPM. Future's Trap Niggas. I could do Future's Trap Niggas. And, and then go into, like, more 80 to, like, 90 music. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, whatever blends, you know. So, I mean, I would like to see... I would like to see um, Young Thug, his his um vocals and ad-libs are fucking hilarious to me. So, like, if those were in a battle track... <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> lean, 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 lean. Or fucking Fetty Wap with Squad. Like, if I heard that over a beat with, like, some 808s and, like, just motherfuckers footwork into it, I would lose my mind. You take the, the most, like... I don't want to say... <clears throat> it's like the most just very s- yeah you you're people like people don't sample the, the way. yeah it's very pop <laughs> culture but it's like with footwork and club it's the same thing it's like people will sample anything that's crazy out of like out of crazy but w- a little well known and then mm-hmm. they'll make it a track and so people will listen to it continuously just cuz they like that movie that exactly, it's taken yeah. from and shit like that Bro, like, that's where the sample... Everything is sample-based with those mm-hmm. genres. So, like, um, a lot of my tracks, I sample Vines because I'll pick a Vine that I fuck with, like, a lot of people watch. And 
it'll be like the funniest shit. People be like, "Yo, do you actually play this out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I play yeah, it out because like people out. know it." Vine set, be <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like most of these producer DJs making footwork, they usually play a lot of their own music, so it's like. Yeah, you have to nowadays, like... Yeah, because people going to look at you retarded. How many track those tracks for yours? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I always make it a thing where, like, tonight, I'm going to definitely make sure I play, like, a couple of my joints. Um, me and Swisher, we've been working in the studio. Some homies out of Jersey, too. Um, we just collabed on a bunch of music, but definitely playing all of those. And anything people sent me, like, I'm not the type of dude where I'm like, yeah, send me music, and then the shit would just sit on my computer. Like, Nah, <laughs> he's actually going to play it. Yeah, no doubt. All right. How old are you, by the way? I am 23. Okay. Damn, we the same age? Yeah. For, <laughs> for now, we're like... <laughs> oh, um, I turned 24 in July, so... Oh, all oh, right. Okay. Damn. far. <laughs> yeah, we got time. You got time. You got time. Because I, I, I brought that up just in, a, I guess, a, a smooth transition. Um, because a couple, I guess a couple weeks ago, Vince Staple... Vince Staples, who is, like, a hilarious rapper on Twitter, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. a performer that's, like... <laughs> we didn't fuck with initially, but um, he he dropped that only he didn't he thinks nineties rap. Bow Wow had his middle school on smash. <laughs> <laughs> you think nineties rap is overrated? Like in terms mm. of just like, pe- I guess people overrate in terms of just holding nostalgia thing that's going on that has been actually going on for the past few years. Um, just like nineties rap is overrated compared to like the shit that he grew up on, which is like two thousands rap. Okay. You're um, always going to love the shit you grew up on. That's yeah. how I feel. All the shit you grew up on is going to be the best shit you ever heard because it's what got you into music. It's what got you to love music. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't like all this old shit because you can't relate to it. You didn't grow up in that era. I mean... Music, like Sometimes music is timeless, but sometimes music definitely defines an era and it's stuck in an era. That's why when you hear Tony Yayo, you feel like you're in 2005. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, and, and then play it right after. He sampled Britney Spears' <laughs> "Toxic" on a song. That shit was hilarious. I was like, "You are in G Unit, my nigga." <laughs> <laughs> but fucking yeah, it's um. He said the '90s is overrated. I mean, I can see where he's coming from. I can definitely see where he's coming from in terms of just like, hey, the 2000. And in terms of the way he grew up, he was like, "Yes, I grew up mostly." He grew up in like 19. He was like born in 1997. So it was like he only really knows a couple. Of these, of the couple of years, and then it's like all two thousand. It's all Kanye from there, my nigga. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all Kanye and like the the not good half of Jay Z's discography. And, and shit. <laughs> like it's all of that from there. But like I don't know. I think the nineties aren't necessarily over. I, I I disagree with him, even though I think he's like hilarious and makes like a. Good I don't point. disagree with him, but I feel like people are entitled to their opinion when it comes to music. Nothing's written in gold. Yeah, but I don't want to dis- just dismiss it like that. It's like, oh, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, everyone some, is entitled yeah, to their opinion. Some opinions are really fucked up. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Like human like, trafficking. Because I was like, I'm a, That shit is fucked up. Yo, OB. I, I was thinking about it because I was like, yo, all right, in the 90s, who they had? Like, Tupac, Biggie, Mace, um, Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Who else? Like, I, yeah, does but those any, are all like historic. Does figures. any of them like have a better discography than Kanye West? Like, does anyone have like a better? The, do how many of these albums are point. better than like you know some of Kendrick Lamar's work or some of just like? But you then know, you also have to look. You have to strip away the technology and what all the things that they have now that they didn't have before. I don't remember true. niggas making beats on floppy disks. True. 
Mm-hmm. When's the last time you used a floppy disk, nigga? <laughs> I think. Fifth grade to hold your resume. <laughs> <laughs> hold my 3.14. Nigga, you got too many kilobytes of resume on this shit. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think, I don't know. I, I see it from that point, but then I'm like, the 90s also is, like, the foundation of rap, period. Like, like 80s, 80s, 70s, 80s, that was, like, starting rap. Yeah, I mean, and it was like, just, like, you, a fresh genre. When you look at the 90s, it's like the flower bloomed for hip-hop. It was, like... The ni- the 90s established, like, the characters in rap. Sort of, you have these, like, lavish rappers now. They were talking about their money and cars. And then you have, like, the female rappers who came out there, like, talking about sexuality. And then you have the different producers on all the beats. Everyone used to produce with the same producer on every album. Now you have multiple producers on every album. Now you have, like, so many different hip-hop producers and so many just different producers in period just because just of what happened in the 90s. And then you have, like... I don't know. You The 90s birthed a lot. 90s was a strong foundation for everything that sort of came forward, and it's still pretty fucking prevalent. But? But? It's still his choice to dismiss it. He could do what he wants. I, I just didn't... I'm not going to put a gun to the little nigga's head and say, no, you really got to like Biggie, my nigga. No, I mean, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. You don't want to necessarily just do that. But, like, I feel like to say it's overrated, though, is, like... He can say whatever he wants. He can say, like, it might be kind of blown up when we say overrated. He said, you know, I wasn't really feeling 90s. Yeah, rap. if he was like, hey, I'm not really fucking with it like that. Niggas will blow the shit up out of a comment. I don't like fish. Nah, Kanye it's... says he hates all fish on earth. <laughs> like, Kanye says fish dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking, like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a, uh, I, you said it's overrated. I disagree with it. That's all I'm just saying. Yeah, but everyone's apparently... Word, Vince Staples, eat a dick. <laughs> when he's I, fucking hilarious, bro. When I see you, it's on sight. He's, a, <laughs> he's fucking hilarious, bro. Nigga will shoot you. I don't give a fuck. Yo, just tweet it to him. What? Tweet it to him? Fuck you, nigga. After this. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to say, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. And he probably like, that's lit. But like, I don't know. Fucking, what else? Um... So let's just get into music, Slime I guess. Slime season. So much, not even so much music. We went from blue just like red. very, like you know, popular music came out this week. Um, slime season. Young Thug dropped last week, Saturday on Halloween. Like the nigga didn't drop like music like like two Slime weeks ago. season one like a month ago. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> cool. It's whatever the sequel. Ago? It's an easy sequel. Um, what do you first of all? How do I feel about this? Well, let's let's <laughs> last time Slime Season One came out, we ran back to like the Barter Six and just see like where was that from much, there? How much better? It so was. like Slime Season, the initial Slime Season. What did thoughts now? Like a month later. I mean, I didn't understand what he was saying on Slime Season 1. So, like, when Slime Season 2 came out <laughs> and, like, his diction was better, like, I understood the words that were coming out. I'm like, okay, he has bars, like... You know what's funny? Nick Hook, Nick Hook said this. He said, Young Thug is an engineer's nightmare. Like, his vocals. <laughs> He's like, I, mean, I never heard that one. I know, he, I know he fucks with Young Thug Heavy. Like. Yeah, but he fu- yeah, he fucks with Young Thug Heavy, but he's like, it's a, it's a nightmare for, like, engineers. To like mix and master his stuff with all that shit going on. I guess our ears <laughs> get used to that shit because now I can understand. Like lifestyle, I was like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like yeah, I had no what idea. The yeah. Fuck are you? I'm still, I still don't even. You know, know what it is? Rap I, genius. All his songs. <laughs> what I do is I actually slow them down, like on Serato, and I listen to them. You oh, wild shit. me, yo! You just changed my life. You just. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I listen to the words and like the like what he's saying as it comes out slowly. I get every syllable. And what? I pull out my gun, and every time I you gonna start drinking lean and shit. 
Oh, dead ass though. I, I dead ass be chopping stuff. We <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. It's like so in slime season one. The slime season one had a ton of like, like records though. Like I don't know if it's because of so many leaked during the summer between Barter Six and Slime yeah, Season One. Yeah, had Freaky one. on it. Shit, had Freaky. <laughs> Freaky. No, yeah. Freaky was on. You know. So oh, Freaky was on the first one. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah, Freaky was on Slime Season One. But the thing about Freaky is that track. That was a Wonder Girl track, and it leaked earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of these songs leaked earlier, like even between oh, yeah. Slime Season Power 1 and leaked 2. earlier. Um, see, don't, see Yeah, everything leaked earlier. So it was like, you you got, if you were a Young Thug fan, you were just happy to get like the full mastered mixed yeah, versions of all these records better, and shit like, like freaky, that. Like Freaky when I first got Non-sound it. Non-SoundCloud like, rips. <laughs> like this, this constant gurgling in the background. I was like... Yeah, Someone fucking drowning in the back? But now he dropped Slime Season 2. Like, this shit was clean. She was pretty clean. I'm, I'm not, not gonna lie. I'm not, I'm not crazy about Slime it, Season 2. Let's just be honest. I'm not crazy about it either, but there's some joints on there that I, I, feel, I like. But it's fucked up because they already came out before the fucking mixtape dropped. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel like... This one was way harder to digest than the first one. And I, don't I think know. that duet he had with Rich Homie Kwan. That shit was dead ass. Listen, Rich any, Homie Kwan shot himself out the game. Any fucking. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he, he basically came in, he did his thing, and he just fucked it up for himself as far. I don't know if it's like he's not releasing music or doesn't want to. But when he first came out, he was like, like fish grease and water. Like, he was just. He Can still we? got. He still. I mean, I don't know if he's still making money off of the um, the flex record. I think he dropped a new single this week too. But like, but see, I nobody knew that. No, I didn't yeah, know that. It's not. It's not that lit. If no, yeah, like, like he's if, not where he was at when he first walked in. Oh yeah, yeah most definitely people not. People were driving, playing his songs all day, my nigga. Yeah, I mean, well, there's so many like different similar sort sort of artists that come out. Like nah, now, like, people you know are on the Young of, Thug and like Fetty Wap and you know shit funny, like that. Young, you know what's funny? Rich Homie Kwan has like a different feel to him. That's what kind of sets like all these Atlanta rappers have something that similar, but sets them apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know, like Rich Homie Kwan's like more like he croons and shit like that. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga Young Thug wails and like. Yeah, <laughs> weird ass mouth noise. But fucking yeah, it's I don't know slime season. I'll give slime season two that in terms of it had like rich gang records, which like everyone fucking loves rich gang. Yeah, but like and we want to get back together, together and shit. But like you know relationship unreconcilable differences. But like <laughs> young thug outside with a boombox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, rich homie, come back. <laughs> you know that I need you. But like fucking. Cow, 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 cow. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fucking, I don't know. I wasn't crazy about Slime Season 2. I feel like Slime Season 1, just because of how so many tracks it was and just, like, how, like, crazy it was, I had to split it up in two. I split it up in, like, the first half and then, like, oh, the no, second half. Oh, no, these Atlanta half. niggas believe in volume. They believe in give you, like, the heavy version of a textbook you could have gotten smaller. 18 billion tracks on this shit. And, like, I don't know. I can't I don't really, care like, how good your workflow as an artist is. Nigga, we don't need to hear that much of you. But like, especially if you already saturate the market with mad tracks, like a thousand, like nah. what is it, a hundred Young Thug tracks leaked over the summer? Yeah, I mean, there's only one dude that could do that for me right now, and that's Future. Like, True. Future could come out with music, like he could drop a tape a week, and I would still go and fuck with it, cause like Future just gonna be like singing, reading the terms and conditions and shit. Yeah, People like he could. Yo, <laughs> niggas gonna He's be like, like we will first- abide by my nigga. <laughs> 
Metro it's gonna be the Boomin first time. on it, it's over. Like. Word, nigga, Metro Boomin and Sunny Digital. Oh my god, it's a cheat code. <laughs> nigga, just reading terms and conditions, but like, fucking, I don't know. Nigga, reading nutrition facts. I'll agree. I'll agree <laughs> that like in terms of just the sounds better, and it's more like a clear, defined like. I wouldn't say he's still trying to find the sound, but he was still trying to, in terms of find the sound and like, sort of like. I don't know, like, not find his lane, but just, like, really, really hone in on his sound and perfect it. That's really one. Yeah, perfect it. Perfect his sound. So now is the point where you're like, oh, this is a Young Thug record. This is the type of record he can jump on. These are the type of things that he does on the track. And he's getting, he's definitely a lot more clearer. Mm-hmm. He's, um, you know, the production style, I think, like, he's, the relationship with his producers now is just, like, they know what he wants. They you know what he... He's got that, um, he's got that Gucci Mane factor. Where it's like he picks out good production, like he knows he know like even up and coming producers, people that not hot and shit. Like I don't know where he found London on the track or Ricky Racks or any of these fucking people. I think even if he had bad production, he could still make it listenable. That's how crazy his melodies are. Mm. Like it's crazy in terms of just being able to flip stuff and just like come at it in a different direction. A lot of these artists, a lot of these upcoming rappers, at least I'm like I've been listening to this few people who's like um, who you know I used to just listen to in terms of just under and you'd be surprised how much they just like jacking flows like people still jacking flows and just like trying to do the similar things Chris and then brown still thugs flow <laughs> oh shit <laughs> he did he did he on how many times that 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 verse he does is young thugs flow you don't think it's future nah it's young thugs to me but like it's a it's it's so like he he's able to like take a track and just like flip it how he wants it. He mm-hmm. defines the track. It's not necessarily the production who defines yeah, the track. He's one of those artists that bring a presence that make a track theirs instead of it being like the main artist. He could be a feature and then it suddenly becomes his track. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Like the Tanache track. Me. Bitches love me. I forget that I forget <laughs> that Lil Wayne has a verse on like has a verse on like has every verse, but Future and Drake are on the hook. Oh, yeah. And I treat it like it's a Future and Drake song. Because it was a Future and Drake Lil Wayne song. got a tape coming out, too. Um, He's got no ceilings, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I hate... Sequels are, like, iffy to me now. I mean, I think sequels mattered more before, but I think sequels now are just, like, a point where it's, like, to generate buzz because, like, yeah. the first one was so hot. He was like, here's the second one. And he was like, ooh, it's gonna be fire. No, nigga. Like, when Lil Wayne <laughs> did the Dedication series... Those were like the only times when they had they had dedication one and it was DJ drama on it. Any DJ drama mixtape, I right. fuck with. So one was I, I was like, this shit pops. Two was like, ah, right, he still got it. Three and four, I'm like, yo, you like losing steam? Like, Nigga, just up. make a new project, <laughs> just reboot it, and just put some new shit out. This is crazy. I mean, honestly, I think uh, he's more reinvigorated flow wise and just like delivery and like lyricism and all of that stuff. I think Lil Wayne ever since he decided to go to you know do his Carter 5 sessions, he's been bit, loads better than like the shit that he used to come up with on whatever dedication 4 fucking was. I don't know, man. But like it's it, I don't know. Like Wayne right now, he's like I feel bad. Yeah, he 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 reminds me of Jordan like on the Wizards, Wizards yeah, right? Like, <laughs> it's like I could still ball, but like, like bro, like pack it up. Like you yeah. did everything you needed to. Like you got the records, right? You sold tracks, you got the money off of it. But uh, I don't know. If I was him, I probably still want to rap too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I he think skate. it's hard for these niggas to give it up. I, it, it's hard for them to give up the fame that comes with the rapper shit. I don't even know if it's so much the fame more than just like. 
being able the competition in terms of like I could like I could wrap circles around these new fuckers and I'm just show you how. I think that's how why Jay Z does it and also like the fucking fame. But, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but he got the hottest chick in the game wearing his chain, bro. Like he don't have to do nothing else. He, really he fucked up with title, but other than that, he's good. Title, I think title will be eventually. I think he'll be fine. He'll sell it. He'll sell it eventually, but he he'll was, be fine. Yeah, when that price drop, you got Spotify and they Apple got the game in a headlock. Like, fucking, what do you think about? What do you want to rate Slime Season Two? Slime Season, I give it like a two point five. You thought it was good? A Wait, two point five out of five? Yeah, I give it like halfway. I thought it was good, but I didn't th- think it was a complete project. That's fair. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just There's really a collection. It's a collection of songs. It's a collection of songs. You just slap <laughs> like, these you don't together go... real quick. And it's like 22 of them shits. Yeah, it's fucking No way wrong. you winning a five if you making me listen to 22 tracks and they're all like over three minutes. You yeah, fucked nigga. up, my nigga. Some of these shits Yo. are like five minutes long. Nigga, I'm like, terrorist. Hey. It's crazy. Yeah, I gave it 2.5 out of 5, too. I don't. I thought that was a bad shit. Nigga, <laughs> I thought 50. I was giving him a bad fucking review. <laughs> and nigga, like you give him the same. And I'm like, okay, that's nigga. That's a 50, nigga. It's half that's and 50. half. That's a 50. 2.5. The glass is half full. <laughs> fucking Lloyd Banks dropped the also mixtape. It was supposed to be on Halloween. Who listened to that shit? I listened to that shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't give that shit one year. I listened to this shit. Like, it's not. All right. So here's the thing. Like, Lloyd Banks. Here he goes. Lloyd Banks needs some friends. <laughs> he desperately Aww. needs friends. He needs friends who, like, listen, you want to make some records with me? Or, like, he needs friends is like, hey, I know this producer. You would probably be dope with him. Or, like, I need friends, like... I don't know about that record. It's kind of like, you know, kind of on the dull side. But I like I feel like he needs that guidance and I feel like he's so much of a missed nah, opportunity. I feel like 50 Cent should get up off his ass, walk into the studio and be like, "This shit is garbage." I nigga. don't even think 50 Cent <laughs> like, needs to be summoned through the money. I think 50 Cent probably sh- thinks this shit is fire. He's like, "Alright, it's pretty lit." Like cuz 50 Cent makes pretty much like in the same vein of fucking music. Uh, but yeah. like he's he's a uh, Lloyd Banks had was arguably lyrically the most like coldest rapper in fucking g-unit he had the punchlines. people was like getting behind him just because he was like they there was 50 there but then it was like oh but you have you heard lloyd banks like he's or tough he's tough come on like 50 he had the, like 50 had the party hits like he yeah. had the joints where you play in the club they always pop and then lloyd was like he was the follow-up yeah and then at the end of the spectrum you got i don't know who's yayo or um wasn't that young buck yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know which one was like. Definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. yeah. Fucking um, but yeah. Now I think like, I think about the times like <laughs> Kanye West co-signed him mm. on like started up, and then he like put him on like Christian Dior denim flow and shit like that. Called him one of the best rappers ever, not best rappers ever, but one of the best doing it right now. Same Eminem. Eminem did that, and then I feel like he's just been locked away. In his fucking room for the past five years. Well, I feel like he's gonna be a rapper's rapper. He's not. He doesn't drop any video. Like I don't feel like he he want. He's a rapper, but he doesn't necessarily like, want the, like the rapper. Like, like niggas are gonna talk lifestyle. like in the future. Niggas will talk about Lloyd Banks. Like yeah, I really fucked this nigga. He's one of my core influences when I was growing up rapping. And New York that'll be, just that'll be, like, be the but note. Banks though. Like that's not me. That'll be like the note on him. <laughs> he's a. He, like, the, some niggas don't, like, in the textbook, like, some niggas don't make it to the page. They make it to, like, the references. Yeah. Mm. He's going to be one of those niggas. That I feel I feel as well. He's he, he's dope. And it's, it's a shame how, like, dope he is and just, like, how, like, just, like, not, he doesn't do enough 
and he he's perfectly apparently he's like perfectly fine with not doing enough, which is like I guess it's fine. But like some of the some of these tracks on this mixtape got some cool shit on it. All like right, don't play no doo doo now. I'm but come on, bro. You about to play the doo doo? Um, <laughs> don't click see. that track as doo doo. It's called Halloween Havoc too, by the way. It was that supposed shit. to be released on Halloween and end up like getting out like November second. Oh, something. see, he <laughs> fucked up already. <laughs> Halloween Havoc in November. You doing it backwards? The thirtieth, the thirty first. Yeah, bro. Like none of these productions necessarily like pop out of the fucking page, but it's like he still is cold as up. You know what it is? It's a lot of these producers. They don't like. They don't like add that extra like kick or like like that extra snare that I needs think to it's, be there. Maybe it's just a it's a situation of just like producers like. They're not as skilled as like the super producers and shit like yeah. that. So they're just like he's, he gets There's his niggas. YouTube. He gets his niggas from the block. He's like, "Yo, put in some beats. Oh, that's type fire. Okay, cool. You gotta nah. Don't even worry about mixing it. I ain't got that time for that shit." Well, is the whole <laughs> tape like beats like that? Yeah, it's see that. That's where I think a lot of rappers that mess be up. Versatile. Yeah, like if he had um like a not Bieber, a trap Benson, beat. Bentley. Like a lot of those are like boom bap. You know, like yeah. they give that vibe. If he had like a couple. Not I hate saying trap because I, I least, yeah it, like, it all blends together after a what producer point. you think would work well with Lloyd Banks with Lloyd Banks Harry mm. Fraud if you yeah wanted. that Harry would be Fraud would be dope if that would be insane bap, um Clams Casino like a lot Nick, of those dudes there's like, a dude out in California that makes mustard beats but he doesn't sound <laughs> like mustard his name is like Nick Knack. I, I thought he was about to say ketchup or some, some <laughs> other shit. <laughs> fucking de- fucking. The nigga's name is Nick Knack, but he produces. His name is like, Rubbish, nigga. <laughs> he makes like good West Coast, like those like West Coast party beats it's that they come crazy. out with now. Yeah, yeah. Like if he had different, because all of those they they fit who he is, like who Honestly, we know Banks for, like that street what, rapper. But what I feel like a lot of rappers should do now is put on like EDM producers and have them do their best attempt at hip hop. Mm. And see what that comes well, out of. Well, Migos did that. Um, with Carnage, right? Yeah, that record was insane. Yeah. Because so, it mean. challenges you. It challenges you to make a different kind of song. Hmm. Plus, Migos, like, they anything Migos rap on, I'll probably end up fucking with. But that True. joint that they did with Carnage was, like, insane. But like, oh, yeah. Carnage actually got hit with one of those notices about legal software recently. Really? I told you about <laughs> that, right? I did see that, yeah. Yo, was it um, Slivin? He, like, tweeted about it, I think. Yeah, he said, oh, my 808 drums only sound this way because I do something special. He's like, oh, because you're using a crack software? And he's like, what you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? And he's like, well, because if you have used crack... The, the company actually tweets him right back and says, oh, if you're using crack software, you have no rights to the song. Mm. <laughs> I wish Case a nigga closed. would try to tell me I had no right yeah, to so, that Yeah, um, so, like, what I said before about the legal software, <laughs> just, like, bleep that out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Most definitely. Reverse the suck. Most definitely. We're going to reverse it. We're going to make it, like, some cool shit. We're going to have to reverse this part, too, because you just brought it up. You, God you, damn you it. Reverse part explaining it. You should have said, yo, sidebar, whatever I said before, fuck that shit. Oh, Lord. Cut that shit right the fuck up. <laughs> but fucking, yeah, the Lloyd Banks, I mean, I ain't going to give it a rating, because, like, apparently no one fucking listened to it. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, I would recommend you listen to it if you like Lloyd Banks. I give him a 3.5 because that's my guy, and he's from Queens. And my brother used to live in Forticelli, so. <laughs> what? Forticelli Projects, right by Jamaica. Right by. Oh, yeah. South Forticelli, Jamaica, Queens, nigga. <laughs> For real. Nigga, I'm a project kid, too. That's funny. Fucking, last but not least, 
Diddy's MMM. Don't Diddy. even. Don't even say nothing to me, boy. Nah, Diddy's MMM. I fuck with Diddy because mm. he's Diddy, but I ain't, I'm not gonna front. I ain't listen to the tape, but I fuck with Diddy because he made me like want to dance in the club and made it okay. <laughs> Yeah, he made it okay for niggas to dance. I wrote a book report on him in fifth grade. Really? What <laughs> yeah. book was it? No, not a book report. I'm sorry. Just like a one of those like Black History, like name an entrepreneur. And it was like oh, I'm gonna choose shit. Puff Daddy. That's wavy. <laughs> As opposed to like you know like George Washington Carver or like <laughs> some, some the first Black surgeon or like. Nah, you know, I would have did my shit on Master P. <laughs> Yo, what? For real though. Master P would have been lit. I should have chosen. Master P would have been funny as hell. Fucking, but yeah. I would play Chopper style and shit. <laughs> but fucking, yeah. He Talk dropped, about this nigga. He dropped this, uh, this album complete, uh, produced completely by his producing team, The Hitman, which includes him and like other people. Um, maybe I think it's like Sean LV and yeah, yeah. He should have called this 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 like mixtape. I'm doing too much. <laughs> Because his dead ass felt like he was doing too much. He got inspired by Dame Dash's Paid in Full to do this. What? He was inspired by that movie to do this. To make this, a mixtape. To make this mixtape called MMM. Yeah, and but not money it's like a lot of like the songs don't fit in like with each other. So it makes it really hard for me to hear this shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, but I f- it's, it's, a, it's not cohesive. It's, it's, I think, it's a lot. It's like a lot of like A plus work. Coming together to make like a C plus effort. It's mad fucked mm. up. That's, that's OD fucked up. If I did A plus work and got a C, I would have been kicking. Yeah, but it's like everyone did A plus work, but it doesn't fit together at the end. So the niggas just I feel you. It's like a group project and everybody did their part except the <laughs> one nigga being Diddy. <laughs> his, I mean, like his bars, he, he raps and it's like, yeah, this is cool. Like if Mary J. Blige was having like. A birthday party. <laughs> and I just say her because, like, she's a bit older. But, like, Mary J. Blige was having a birthday party. Somebody was DJing. It was like, yo, play this track. I really like... Like, that's what a lot of it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, if an old person say, I want hip-hop at my party, then you will play this. Which is, like, cool. That's fucking... It's like, I'm hip. You heard that new Diddy mixtape? Yeah, man. Yo, Diddy back in the day with the... <laughs> I used to have a Pele Pele in the club. Like, uh, oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah, this is... This is a, I guess he's trying to like, he, he's recreating a sort of a classic New York feel Word. in yeah. terms of just like, but the sound he sort of helped create as well in terms of just like the sound he used to do with like the locks and fucking, exactly, yeah. and, 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 and all those albums back in the day. But like, in terms of just like falling in love with this album, I don't know. I, when, the, when it dropped on Twitter, everyone was like, yo, this shit is pretty tough. And then when I listened to it, I was like, y'all niggas were kind of lying. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's Diddy. Like, you can't disrespect Diddy. Diddy sent, like, a couple Diddy. messages to Twitter niggas to tell them, yo, it's okay to buy this. Just tell them to buy <laughs> this. I'll send you some money. He's dope, though. Like, he pays for really great production. Yeah, he's smart about it. He's he smart, knows. and he knows he, he's great at production in terms of just, like, finding the sequencing and melodies and all that stuff and just getting them all into the record. He's great at that aspect. Mm-hmm. He doesn't write his own rhymes, but, like, everyone knows that, so they don't give a shit. Yeah. But, like... You know what? Another thing that he's great at? Making danceable music. A lot of, of people don't try to make danceable music. Especially not in New York. I feel like... Absolutely. One of the arguments people, is like... People worry about lyricism or in the instrumental. Yeah. Exactly. Or like that Lloyd Banks tape. Like, <laughs> I, I guarantee if you listen to, like, 
the whole thing is going to be fire because he always had bars and like he picks beats that he raps well on. Right. But if you have him transition to do like some club shit or a party track. Yeah. It's like why didn't New York rappers sometimes just like. I'm telling you, you got Travis they, Scott. They act like they own. This album. I, I'm, I'm very tight about that. I can see why they got that. I don't Any, fuck with Travis Scott. Anyone would want to work man. with Diddy. You don't fuck with Travis Scott? At all. He, he copies. I feel like he's a copy cut of like a bunch of. Like, if I took all my favorite parts of every rapper, so take a little <laughs> bit of Start with Future as the foundation, sprinkle a little Young Thug. Like, and he like the Powerpuff Girl, like trap music. Like, you just <laughs> throw all that shit in and mix it, and it's him. That's and crazy. mad people like, yo, this Travis Scott, yo, 35,000 nah, shit is... No, 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 no. Like, I know the feeling because what song was playing on this side, and I was like, yo, why is Drake not on this? And I was like, yo, it feels like Drake is on this. Yeah, bro. And like, then I'm like, Travis Scott... Thinks he's Drake on this. <laughs> I don't know. I love this side. <laughs> this I love side, this side. This side. This oh. It's weird because like I'll fuck with a track, but I may not fuck with the artist or how they carry themselves. You know, yeah. like um, I saw like Young Thug. I'm not gonna front. Like I'll play Young Thug because I really think it blends well with techno. Like I'll be out at a party and say, mm-hmm. "Hi, right, we're gonna go Young Thug into some techno, a deep house, and the shit works." Now, outside of that, when he had the fingernail polish on or um, I saw one, he had on like a pink cashmere sweater. I don't know if that was him. (laughs) I don't necessarily fuck with that. So, but it's yeah, it's a this this Diddy mixtape is full of like it's it's full of it's full of features. It's got mad features. Got like Jada Kiss, Styles P, Pusha T, Future, Lil Kim, French Montana. There's a lot of French Montana on this actually. Fucking um, Ty Dolla Sign. Understandable though. Yeah, I'm, soul. I'm happy French is on that tape. Cause French, I, I looked at French Montana's, like, under the the labels he's under. I'm like, how do you make money? <laughs> this nigga's under Bad Boy, MMG, fucking whatever, Atlantic, fucking just, like, so many labels. I'm like, how do, in terms of getting the money to actually you, like, what percentage of it is it? I'm like, how are you still super duper rich unless, like, you own some shit in, like, Morocco or something? <laughs> Or, like, you fucked Kim Kardashian until all the gold rings came out and shit. Mm. But, like... Fuck Khloe Kardashian. But, like, I don't know. Hey, all them bitch. This is, this is a... Until the gold rings come out. That's funny. I wasn't totally impressed with this album. Not even, like... There's a future... Like, this track with Ty Dolla Sign, I like. And it's not for Diddy. It's really more for the Ty Dolla Sign. Because, gotcha. like, he did his shit on this. Mm-hmm. But, like, not much... Like, I'm not gonna continue playing most of this shit. <laughs> MMM is, like... I get it, but it's, like... It's I get it, but it's not like I feel like less street shit from Diddy, more of the big ass entertainment showmanship shit mm-hmm. that he's like way fucking known for. Yeah, more of the shit like the spectacle. He can't do street shit no more. Uh, like as yeah, far as music, that, you after a certain age, you start being you stop being believable. I yeah, told you, Mary J. Blige birthday party music. <laughs> 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 You blend this into That's the name of this episode. <laughs> no hateration, holleration right after In this. In my dancery, nigga. Fucking, but like, it's it. I couldn't, I couldn't see myself listening to most of this shit. I feel like he definitely, his, his this is like the prequel to his album, his last album, supposedly. No mm. Way Out 2. So it's like, if he doesn't get back to those big records, like the Mo Money, Mo Problems, or like. You yeah, know, you can't duplicate that. Like though. Last Night, or like the shit from like Last Train in Paris, which was a good ass album that I listened to today. And fucking just just some shit from back in the day, all the like 
the special deliveries and like Bad Boy for Life and all that shit. The big fucking music, the big sound, the big singles. Like this is cool, but this like, I don't believe it. You need more people. Right. We don't believe it. You need more people. So you know. money making Mitch gets a two. He gets a two. Five. Yeah, he gets a two. I'm not. I'm not. We still go three. <laughs> Cause he's Diddy, Cause you, nah. Cause you gonna be at you, the Mary you, J. You cool? For <laughs> I'm gonna be at the Mary J. Birthday. Yeah, you gonna be like, damn, this shit lit. Yo, this tape was fire, bro. Oh, she gave everybody sunglasses, my G. <laughs> we all got Mary J. Blige sunglasses, oh, my the, G. Yo, gave me the wop. Mio <laughs> <laughs> gave me the wop. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fucking shit. Um, let's say, uh, I guess let's talk about this. Uh. This article that was on Complex. Oh, the Kendrick one? Mm. The Kendrick Lamar article, which stated... Let me pull it up. Can I just say that Complex, like, with their article choice and what they've been writing about, it's turning into clickbait, which makes me sad. Because mm-hmm. what? Like, clickbait. clickbait. Like, they literally write shit. Clickbait, so you could just click on it. With, the, with an appealing enough title, yeah. so you can just, like, oh, I need, you need to f- figure out what that is and just click it. And then, like, this is, like, this Kendrick article is probably that, because they were like, why are people lying to themselves saying they like Kendrick? And I'm like, Kendrick puts out dope music for a blogger or, like, whoever the fuck wrote that article to sit in there. Like, um, Khaled said it best. It was um the funniest shit on his Hot 97 interview, I think it was, but... He was talking about how he hasn't had to cover a fader. He knows all these people. And he said, like, a lot of those cats that write these articles, they in an air-conditioned room. Like, they not out in the streets. They not really reporting and meeting people. And they just writing, like, random shit. And mm. I don't know. Like, it just frustrates me. Like, I saw that title, and I was like... That's a dope point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's an incredibly, incredibly accurate point. Yeah, no, man. There are gems in DJ Khaled interviews. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Like, he know what he's talking about. So but. it was like, why did the, the title is, why did everyone claim to enjoy to Kendrick Lamar's To Pip a Butterfly? I didn't hate it. and I didn't like it at first. It grew on me. I th- That's how I felt about To Pimp a Butterfly, because it was so abstract at first. Yeah, it was incredibly abstract. Then it took me time to see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But I think... Uh, I think where he was coming from, the writer of this article was coming from, in terms of just, like, everyone sort of defending this album, but not really, like, like, in terms of just, I don't know if it was, like, embracing it or just, like, but it's, like, why are people so quick to defend this album just because, for the sake of, like, defending this album, because it's, like, it it's it's supposed to be good. Like, well, it sounds good or something like that. Or, well, the thing that upsets me with the article was, all right, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But for you to go and write, like, why why is everyone, like, feeling this way? Like, who are you? Where are your numbers at? Like, who did you talk to that listened to this album? Like, I feel like this guy, he, like, tried to write an article about Kendrick, and Kendrick dead him. He was like, nah, I can't do it or something. And he was bitter about it. He's like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to sneak this Salty one out. Salty journalism. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and I went to school journalism. for journalism. Like, I see people do this shit in classrooms. They'll be like, oh, I want to interview this guy. And they turn him down for an interview. But then they'll be like, all right, since he wrote that, I'm going to find a way to get him. And I hope that's not what it was. But it's just, it seemed childish to me. Like, I really didn't like it. <sighs> In terms, of, I guess I don't know with this art. I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, like I feel like there's like, like for instance, I feel this way about Kanye West's Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like Jesus is Kanye West's first like not great album at all. Mm-hmm. But people want to defend Jesus 
for the sake of just defending. Nigga looked the... over his shoulder after he said that. Nigga no. wanted to defend. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought the door was opening. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I thought the door was opening. Yeah, I just, nigga burst through the door with I a don't fucking know if locked or not, with nigga. a baggy ass t-shirt and burlap sack pants and a hacksaw. <laughs> this nigga in wild fucking flesh colored fucking sweats, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> look like hood nigga Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh shit! But like, it's I feel like people defend Yeezus for like no reason. Mm. Like I feel it's not a good album, and people are like, "Yo, but the album is so incredible." You know, just the time and how forward it is. I'm like, no, it's not. Nigga. Like, like, I wouldn't like. I like the album. But I'm not gonna be like, yo, this is like the hottest shit he's put yeah, out, it's most not revolutionary the... shit. Yeah, because right. I know he kind of dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, he kind of dropped the ball, and he's been ever since then. It the ball hasn't necessarily been picked back up in like yeah. in his favor. But it's like, oh no, this but I mean, he shit. he doing other shit too though. Like Kanye, like all right, the music has dropped, but he's been picking up with the fashion, and he's been running around. He always said it too. He he always wanted to do fashion, and that was like one of his passions. So, I mean, I guess he's not the type of person to be able to do, like, if he's focusing on one, one thing, thing, he, he can't, can't do both. Exactly, yeah, you know. So, I mean, that's probably why the music took a drop in regards to him. Right, but it's, I agree. It's like, but that's how. In terms of just comparing it, that mm-hmm. I feel like that's how people. I, I feel like that's maybe how he perceives people enjoying Kendrick Lamar's album because it's like. It's a it's a very like I don't know. It's a But this is the thing. So like if you went on Complex and you looked up a Kanye article like oh, regarding they, niggas. they gonna ride him and I'm just like, bro, like you gotta be you gotta be fair to everybody. Like if I went on Complex right now, there's no way in hell I'm gonna see an article saying why everybody like the points you made? Why everybody boosting Kanye album or Yeezus? Or why everybody boosting the Yeezy right. collection? Because that shit is garbage. <laughs> but, I mean, if I went out and put some material on niggas and people gonna buy it because it's Kanye. If I went out and said Kush collection 2016, they gonna look at me like I got five fucking heads. But that's <laughs> yo, the yo, thing. Like, oh word, yo. Yeah, just just that be fair to everybody. Fire. Like, I don't know. I feel like I can't under I I can't understand. Is he saying that he enjoys the album? Or he say he doesn't enjoy. Why does it yeah. matter? Like, if people enjoy the, people enjoy the album. People enjoy the album. It's like if 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 you didn't enjoy the album, maybe it's not fucking for you or something exactly. like that. It's a yeah. it's a it's an album that's like Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly." To me, it's still one of the best albums of the year, and the reason why it's one of the best albums of the year, just like its sound, his willingness to actually be different in terms of just like. Straying away from his original record and just like completely um, coming back with this sort of new sound—it's—it's—it's it's a, it's a bold step forward to take. Where he's, he could have just really just made Good Kid, Mad City too, mm. like everyone else makes sequels of their fucking albums, like No Ceilings Two or like DS Two or like I'm not not to say that like anything's wrong with Future, but it's like come on—he's he's still he's doing similar things. He hasn't really taken the risk or gone above. And when he did try to take a risk, he fucking failed. Mm. Kendrick Lamar pushed forward with this album and he dropped bars and gems and he does very various themes on it. It's not just an overly black album. It's a bl- album about like discovering yourself and being like understanding yourself, going through your own demons and, and finding a way through it. It's there's a there's a spiritual part of this album that he doesn't touch on in this article and he just sort of focused on the overly blackness part of the album. And then like even the rebuttals are just like, "Hey, this is 
the reason Fun fact you're not... During the week This guy was outed As a KKK member Along with a bunch of senators And <laughs> public officials You deadass? No I'm no, fucking with no. you But Yo. that definitely happened To senators <laughs> Oh yeah I heard Yeah I knew that but I was this about nigga to say probably, This nigga probably With them shit uh, it's, uh, it's, I mean I can't not complex I had a teacher Like from school That wrote for complex I, and, I like complex Yeah I like though, them like, I pitched And then never fucking Yeah <laughs> Yo don't get me started On that But my thing is Like complex I got frustrated with this article because I noticed the quality of articles with Complex have been dropping. So, like, I would read, I would open up my feed, and I followed them on Twitter. I stopped. Mm -hmm. And I just started following other music magazines, but they would just write about random. I mean, you'd be lying to say if you don't want to create a title that's attention-worthy. True. And, like, grabbing. But, um, yeah, I'd say I'd be lying if I didn't want to do that. And this is was. This is what it exactly was. Why did everyone... This is the title you want to come up with. Even if the piece was still the same, and the, if the title was different, it would have been a completely different story. But he made a, a completely attention-grabbing title. Mm. And he made people... And he... Um, a lot of people understand because there's this sort of like... There's this sort of thing where it's like the antithesis of Kendrick Lamar is future or something along those lines. Like... Future is fire and Kendrick Lamar is not. And this is why Future is fire because he's done all this work over the past year. And Kendrick Lamar dropped this like OD Shea Butter Cocoa Bread ass album and shit. <laughs> Shea Butter. <laughs> but like he, like he dropped this album and it's like why do they have to be the antithesis of each other? Why can't I just fucking like both? I don't know. It's 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 weird. Because niggas is dickheads and they always want to shit on one version of something. Yeah. Why do you have to shit on Kendrick Lamar so you can like say hey I like Future? Like, Future's way better. Why do you have to shit on Kendrick Lamar for that? He's dropped two great albums, completely great albums, and they're classics for a reason. Um, I don't know, to Pim Butterfly's classic, but it's really, really good. Um, but, like, you don't have to shit on one album to make a point about another album. True, yeah. All right. That's my, I guess, uh, spiel about this shit. Um, a, a writer named Andreas Hale... Um, who used to write for BT and then like got fired from BT or quit BT? Oh fuck, I How forgot the story. How you get fired from BT? Um, there's a like, story about it. It's, it's a very popular. Like he's very outspoken about his like. You get fired from, from BT for being black. For B- <laughs> <Get asked. laughs> I I don't fuck with BT either because they. But like, well, Oprah brought it, so hopefully it switches up. He he uh. He was in the yeah, executive editor at BT, but he and he was fired for being black. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking with me. He's a yeah, yeah. There's um, I don't know. I guess a lot of things going on. Either way, he wrote a great sort of rebuttal <laughs> article on twodopeboys.com, mm. and take it how you want to in terms of just like he's he's more um, commenting on this on this journalism as we were talking about in terms of just like why is journalism reaches this point where it's like you're you're knocking a great. You're knocking a great piece of work for the sake of knocking it for journalist just to be like a dickhead. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what he's really just saying. So um, I'll, I'll check that out as well. I'm gonna clarify, like when I say he got fired from BT for being black, I mean like being <laughs> being like pro black. So um, oh yeah, we know BT's agenda. Yeah, they low don't really key. Fuck with us. Yeah. I just want to clear. I know somebody gonna hear it. They be like, "Five from BT for being black." Look up know? Andre Andreas Hale and like. I mean, if we talking BT. about conspiracies here, <laughs> let's let's re- let's really be real. Crack, <laughs> crack wasn't made by the government. That was just 
that was just niggas trying to make money on drugs. <laughs> but <laughs> AIDS, AIDS is most definitely some some next level. It, yo, shit. who like you tell me? You who, telling me a disease that's gonna shut down my whole immune system in a couple months? Is it hasn't been cured and fucking. Is Bro. it made by some sort of like grandiose mistake in a lab? Like niggas <laughs> in lab coats just dropping shit. Whoa! <laughs> oh shit! Oh, uh, that's fucking hilarious. That shit is crazy, nigga. No, AIDS is AIDS is wild. AIDS is crazy. Fuck, fuck AIDS. Yo, wrap Yo, it up. Fuck B. AIDS. Wrap it up. <laughs> that's the PSA. Oh, wrap oh, it up. Oh, I thought he was like, "Yo, cut that shit off." Cut that oh, shit nah, off. Nah, I'm nah, done with this nigga, interview. Wrap it up. You done with this AIDS shit. This yeah. is what I signed up for. I mean that too, but nah, definitely <laughs> yeah. like put put some protection on me because shit is rough out here. Shit is real out here. It's it's not it's not a game. Like they should. I heard they make a condom now that like tells you it changes color when. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna you catch y'all like bitches. <laughs> catch everybody. Everybody gonna Watch. be fucked up. Yeah, we're like what? Nigga, why this shit turn really fucking angry ass <laughs> red? Because <laughs> you got the. Monster! <laughs> Metro Boomer wants some more. Yo. What do you think about Monster 2? Monster 2? We what do you think about we him? Don't need, we don't need that shit right now, but I know when it comes out, I'm going to say it's fire. He can that's wait just, till next year. He can wait that's till just, next year. Yeah, that's I just agree. Think that's the shit that's fucked up. I agree. And, like, I think ugh, fucking Drake just changed his profile picture on, like, Instagram. What? That means a new album or something? Yeah. <laughs> he changed that in his bio. His bio says views now. Oh, views. Mm. It must be coming. Maybe I don't know. He could wait till next year. Yeah, Most of them niggas, they could wait. They sitting pretty wait. right now. They, get... they better wait till like they're not February. Yo, I don't even hate like any songs off their like joint mixtape yet. They're not. No, I don't no, hate I don't. any. I'm just saying like as far as keeping it fresh, like because niggas gonna play Jumpman into 2016. Hell yeah! Like, like that's gonna be the New Year's. That's my New Year's song. Balls dropping. Balls drop. Balls drop. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Odysseus. Gonna, Plural sus. That's gonna happen. <laughs> They're gonna play that and look at my dabs just so I can look at my fucking the inside of my arm for like two hours. Oh, I need shit. homie from Migos to get out of jail so they can make some new shit. Unless if he's still in jail, he is still in jail. Word. Um, I forget which one, Quavo or one of them niggas. But I think it's. I think it's Offset. Yeah, Doesn't Offset. He always go back to jail. Though? He's always in jail, bro. He this gotta nigga, get out. So Migos, no chill. Like that's that's music I want before 2016 if he could get out. But everybody else they could wait. <laughs> Everyone else could wait. Fucking um He need the Gucci man. He need to be I don't able know. to No, there's not a lot of jail. there's not a lot of like rap releases that are coming out. Like OD popular ones. Like Ty Dolla Sign comes out next week, but like I'm mm, really looking yeah. forward to Ty Dolla Sign. Like yeah. it's cool. Um fucking Yeah, New Iggy I think. Iggy is no. I, I think I read that. I think she, she dropping next year. She don't want like Adele's coming out, so like no one really oh, wants to drop yeah. anymore. Yo, yeah. she the the single or whatever. I heard that shit. I almost cried. B. I think it's Kylo <laughs> or it's part of the lyrics. But I heard that shit. I was so sad. She was, was her like, voice, man. Bro, it's, like, I think it's, her it's something voice. like it hits something in your brain that hits yeah. all these feelings. It was like hello, nigga. <laughs> How could hello be a? Say? This is a very. It's a greeting, my nigga. It's <laughs> a greeting that you do to everybody just to show hello like solidarity. From the other side. It hits you right in the brain, and you just feel she all sold your tears a million out. singles in one week. She's projected to sell Bitch over. A monster. She's projected to sell over two million albums. Someone told me something week. really fucked up about Ikanyeb. About who? Ikanyeb. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a certain uh, rap it's a certain it's a, rapper's wife's name backwards. That's a very popular singer. Because we can't say it on the podcast. We don't say it on the podcast because we don't want the 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 Ehive Bay. <laughs> Alright, I'm dyslexic, so just type it out. Right. I won't say it. You've already said it on this podcast. But like, yeah, it's a what have you heard about Ikanyeb? 
uh, someone said that. Oh, uh, were yeah. Someone yeah, said yeah. that Adele is what Econyeb fans want Econyeb to be. Nah, she mm. fell off. Nah, Econyeb is pretty like, like Adele looks up to Econyeb. Like Adele, like want on the low wants to be Kanye. Really, she's like she's like the white version. I feel. Yeah, like, exactly. She doesn't do any of the black shit. That's what I'm saying. That's well, white people. You know how Kanye. we have Hennessy? They have Jameson. It's <laughs> congruent, <laughs> nigga. This is yo. They're congruent. That's white people fuck juice. Ain't no way, like <laughs> fuck Jameson. That's hilarious. Jamesons. White people fuck juice. Like I don't know. There's there's this article up about like. Black appropriation and R&B music and Adele and all that relating to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of just... I don't think Adele is necessarily, like... I don't even think she's, like, really, like, OD soul music in terms of just, yeah, like, I R&B don't. music. Yeah, Her voice is so fucking powerful. Yeah, it's just Powerful really, voice. She's, and like, she makes, like... In the sense, it's, like, it's music that comes from her soul. Mm. Yes. But in terms of just soul, soul music, it's like when people compare Sam Smith to Adele. And granted, yes, they could be the same person... Yes, Sam Smith has mysteriously gone missing as Adele has come back. Mm. Yes, Adele has been gone the entire time Sam Smith was hot. But yes, they're both. They British. share the same. Yes, studio. they're both British. Yes, they both lost weight. They yes. share the same studio. That's yes, Adele is wearing a wig and is secretly Sam Smith. But <laughs> their music is different <laughs> in terms of Sam Smith is more like housey, housey, more like art in terms of just like this sort of arm. It's more like an R&B ish. It's I'd say it's Adele way more R&B. Adele has that sort of rustic old folky feel. <laughs> nigga said like, rustic. <laughs> Yo, it does. It, like, would, like hello makes me feel you like called I'm, my music rustic. I would hit the shit out of you. <laughs> it's rustic. <laughs> it's rustic. It's very Yo, cozy. Rustic. It's very like that's like warm sweaters out in the woods and shit. Niggas playing violins. That's like when I don't I, know why I thought of Skyrim. Or like just some oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> so, a dragon pulls up with a Dell's head and sings, yeah. and your that's when I like early this week <laughs> when we were de- we were debating like who's the better singer, Tanasha or Kalani, and I'm just like Kalani has like a talent show ass voice mm. <laughs> in terms of just like she like a good singer at a talent show, but it's still kind of like an amateur sort of singer. Yeah. Not that the, neither of them fucking like are great singers. Like yeah. blow them out the fucking water. But I think like, Tanisha's better. Tanisha's a pop act. She don't have to be a great singer. She just got to do the, the sexy dances and shit. Carry a little bit of melody and that's it. Sexy dances. That's Tanisha. Sexy dances. <laughs> so um, if that's the case, then how Miley's still popping? Miley's I, not popping. She's not. She's not popping. Bro, she's she. I, this is my thing. When I, I, think I say popping, if she is still. If there's any residue of popping left, it's because she's white. If there's any residue <laughs> of popping left, it's because, like, Mike Will made it left and on the side to her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, nah, sh- when I say popping, I mean, like, if she wanted to record an album, like, Atlantic or somebody will put it out, you know? Like, yeah. if she went and said, oh, I have these 10 tracks, I want to sell them. It may, there may not be any promo for the album. She's, she's pop popular, up. that's why, yeah. I mean, yeah, in terms of their popping, yeah, she's popular. She's a very popular... Yeah, she's not a good artist at all, but... Nah, she's, <laughs> she's just popular. She's incredibly popular. Like, Wrecking Ball got a hundred She's fucking lucky that her dad years. is Billy Ray Cyrus. Man, fuck No him. one gives a fuck about Billy Ray Cyrus. About, he I, got money, though. I didn't even know who Billy Ray was until Miley popped out. Like, my mom was like, oh, that's um, so-and-so daughter. I was like, who, who the, the fuck, fuck is, is Billy Ray? Ray? Like... And yeah, then she showed me, and I'm right. like, how you know who Billy Ray is? Like, <laughs> Start asking your mom questions. How the yeah, fuck bro. you know who Billy Ray is? Yeah, Start like, questioning her blackness and shit. Oh, where your black panties out, man? Come on. 
Where the Kel is back? I say, yo, put that back on. You <laughs> Yo, I can't believe, like, what, how do you, what do you think of R. Kelly's back? <laughs> oh, you want the review? Yeah. Hey. All right, yo, leg shaking. <laughs> like, a lot of people remixed that one track, but that was, like, my shit. Like, leg, like, leg shaking was money. Um, what else he had on there? Like, just the whole album popped. Like, anytime I played a track. Right. I think it was, like, 12 songs on there, roughly. It's a, yeah. It's a... I'm so like that shit still blows my mind out of all the albums. Like, listen, bro. Yeah. I so this is the thing. I downloaded way more albums than that, but I got in trouble <laughs> for course, black panties. Black panties, of course. And I'm like, y'all niggas couldn't catch me for anything else. Y'all had to fuck with me for black panties. Like, now they seen the title. They were like, yo, this is gonna make a hilarious letter. It <laughs> <laughs> was black on the pan- office. <laughs> Only time I ever get to write black panties on something. <laughs> <laughs> gotta write something dirty. Oh man, let's end here. All right. Uh, shout out to Kush, Kush Jones for coming through. Word. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been a very, very lit. Kush Hope- Jones, the motherfucking legend. And um, yeah, until fucking next week. What's next week? Next week, Ty Dolla Sign comes out. Oh, next week is Friday the 13th, even though this oh, is released shit. on a Sunday. The unluckiest podcast we'll ever have. Unluckiest podcast. <laughs> if you, who the fuck will be on? No one knows. I don't know. Um, But yeah. Shout out to listen. Stop. Uh, shout out for listening. I'm OD bugging. <laughs> it's I, okay. I did drugs. <laughs> and then it like transfers over. It's the same. <laughs> um, yeah. Later. <laughs> See you, bitches.